Welcome to the re-wrap for Tuesday. All the best bits from the Mike Hosking Breakfast on News Talk ZB in a sillier package. I am Glenn ZB and this morning, um, RSE workers, uh, come on in and pick our stuff. Thank you. Uh, it's time to play uh, not just level lotto, but uh, lobby lotto as well. And uh, all the clever people are leaving because it's just too hard here. Apparently. Uh, before any of that, another poll, another good day for David Seymour and ACT, but let's not focus on them. Um, shall we give a bit of balance, eh? Shall we give balance a bit of a crack on the old polling this morning? Now, I've never really understood the preferred Prime Minister part of polling. We don't elect MPs, of course. We can't vote for PMs, per se. So beyond stoking a bit of rumour and scuttlebutt, whether Judith Collins is 6 or 16 or 106 doesn't make an awful, awful lot of difference. The same way David Seymour being second only to Jacinda Ardern really isn't a reason you would or wouldn't vote for ACT. The real story of the last handful of polls is not so much whether National are in the doldrums or not. The fact last night's Colmar Brunt had had them at 26 is a good indication that the Curia poll that had them at 21 might not be accurate. Well outside the, um, the, um, the measurement of three or plus or minus. The same way ACT's so-called dramatic rise of five points isn't really a dramatic rise given it just catches them up to the number every other poll already has them at, somewhere in the mid-teens. A collection of polls is what you're looking for. One-offs mean little of anything. So we can see trends here, and there are two very distinct trends, only one of which the bulk of the media have picked on. Trend one is ACT. ACT are hot, and deservedly so. They're sharp, they're smart, they're full of ideas, they're getting the attention and the results they deserve, and some of that is coming at the expense of the Nats, who remain unable to find the ignition key. But add the centre-right's numbers together... And the total is 40% and growing. And that is what to look at. That is what forms a government in an MMP era. Trend two, conveniently ignored by too many, is of course the slide of Labour at 43%. Still a decent number, don't get me wrong, still a decent number. But it's not what it was or anywhere near close to what it was. Each and every poll, they've dropped. This is a trend. The tide is going out. And it's going out for fairly obvious reasons. You can't have the record of dysfunction and non-delivery they have and not suffer. The COVID vote of last year, that's history. It's gone. They will never have that level of support again. And in that lies the trouble. As normality in voting patterns returns, their record, not fear, will drive support or lack of it. Obviously at 43 and with the Greens, they're still in government, but they have lost their majority and the current numbers, including the Greens, barely gets them across the line any longer. Time and performance kills governments. Focus all you want on national Give all the plaudits you like to act. But the slippage and demise of the Labour support is the real story and their real worry. Yes, um, any opportunity to uh, bash Labour, of course, and take the heat off National if possible. That's how we like to run things here at News Talk ZB, and don't you n- worry about a thing. Uh, oh, hey, um, at least we've got some fruit pickers now. That sounds good. Time's a funny thing, you know, especially when you're trapped Zespri a warning this coming 2022 season is going to be their most challenging yet. It is possible, if not likely, it will be the first season that all the crop will not be picked. And we all know why. Labour. I think the experiment has failed, basically, hasn't it? Even if you thought the idea was a half-decent one at the start. We don't need immigration, was the thinking, when we've got lots of people uh, locally doing nothing. So the great debate of last year has ensued the ideological battle between the government on one hand saying, pay more and they will come, and the growers of various products saying, we are... And they aren't. 
Uh, there were the various issues that got tossed about the place by way of excuses, transport, accommodation and pay. Ultimately, some locals did arrive, some problems were solved, but no one said it worked the way it should have. And so we roll into another season, and in that is the catastrophe. One season might not have been the end of the world, but an ongoing set of circumstances, which is what we face now, isn't remotely acceptable. Because between then and now, we've had the advantage of time and a variety of answers. Vaccines, for a start, vaccines allow options like home isolation. We've had time to expand MIQ, private MIQ, expanded MIQ with more facilities. There have been and are answers. To have not enacted them is an abdication of leadership and responsibility. We're now in the period of regret. Things we should have done, should have changed. Things to not repeat. The issues of last year or last season, and yet, look at us. Still arguing elimination's a thing, vaccines rolled out late, no targets on the vax rate, borders open, vax passports or mandates, and once again the fruit is on the ground, produce not being picked. And the line they keep rolling out, we had 169 days open and uninterrupted. The world of course has caught up with that and is out the other side well and truly. We've been asleep, learning nothing, doing nothing, changing nothing, and Zespri are the first of many to pay the price. Again. All I know is that uh, avocados have been uh, plentiful and cheap over the last year, and that's been great. And I, I presume that's something to do with the fact that, you know, we can't pick them, pack them, send them, whatever. So I'm sorry if that's uh, ruining your industry, avocados, big avocado, whoever I'm talking to, but um, at least I love your avocados and I'm having plenty of them. Uh, meanwhile, if, if uh, other people are coming here to run Big Avocado, uh, still might be a bit of a wait. Hunger Games back today, 6pm tonight. Line them up. Uh, we got some more rooms in MIQ. Our first virtual lobby last Monday, they did a poll. 31,800 were logged in at the peak for 3,205 rooms. So you get another crack tonight. Grounded Kiwis, they surveyed 902 members. Significant mental health impacts on the current system, stress, anxiety, depression. I don't know what you do about that. I don't know how you get around that. If you're desperate to get home and you can't, what, what other outcome is there going to be? 883 people made it to the lobby of the people they surveyed. 213 got through to the booking system. 98 secured a voucher. One quarter suffered technical difficulties with the system. So if you're back in tonight and you're lined up tonight, good luck with that and we'll report back tomorrow. Come on, I can't be the only one who's enjoying this sort of game of chance feel to things these days uh, will you won't you be able to get a spot at MIQ will we won't we go down a level it's so exciting Mike do we even know if Auckland will move out of level 3 next Tuesday what a very good question I was thinking about that yesterday yesterday would have been decision day this coming Monday is decision day where are you sitting um, I'm, I'm sorry to say it again I'm right the numbers look at the numbers pick any day you want look at the numbers are we going to zeros we got, we're not going to zeros we're going to be in the same position this coming Monday short of something miraculous happening uh, we're going to be in the same position this coming Monday than we were yesterday and the previous Monday when we went down to level 3 and the previous Monday before that when we should have gone down to level 3 but didn't because they were still freaking out thinking the numbers would be eliminated which they never were going to be so what are they going to do next week because next week's a big one because level 2 ain't level 3 is just a joke level 3's a pretendies step level 2's the real deal level 2 is travelling it's no borders it's free movement are they do they have the gonads to pull the trigger what do you reckon it'll be one of those bespoke Artisan, custom-built, retro, vintage, uh, distressed kind of a levels, won't it? 
don't know. Who knows? That's what's so exciting about being alive in the world today. You just never know what's going to happen yet, yet, uh, next. Um, and if you want any kind of certainty, I guess you're just going to have to leave the country. So Dan Hooker, he's with uh, Adesanya, of course. Powers that be back home trying to stamp out mixed martial arts as a legitimate sport in the country. I'm not sure that part's true. He's pretty emotive about it. But he created a training bubble at City Kickboxing had to abandon the camp after the police intervened, and attempt to move his camp to a different site was also closed down. He then had an anxious wait for his US visa, and so you come to the point, why bother? It was so much to get here, and he won yesterday. That was the thing, he just won. So many challenges throughout, and so many people trying to prevent me from training, it was crazy. Having a thing at a gym to satisfy all the rules, then having the cops break that up, I had more than a dozen interactions with the police. I mean, seriously? Is he the criminal of the year? A dozen interactions. They were coming around to my house, coming around to my gym. Someone broke the lock on the front door of my gym, bashed it in. I had cops calling me up saying, if we catch you one more time, we're going to lock you up. And then he goes, and this is the best line of the day, this is a big kiss my ass to everyone that tried to stop me. And see, it's people like him, whether you like the the sport or not, and I'm not a massive fan of the sport, but whether you like the sport or not, it's the bright, it's the brilliant, it's the agile, it's the clever, it's the entrepreneurial, it's the go-getters. They're the ones that leave. The ones on their bum going nowhere, they're the ones that stay and love the lockdowns. They're not the ones paying the tax and earning the money, and that's the problem this country faces. Yep. It's only a matter of time, isn't it, before I get the big offer, some of that big podcast money. I'm overseas somewhere, and I'll have to. I'll have a hard decision to make. Do I stay here, standing in this freezing cold studio, talking to myself in the middle of the night, or do I go somewhere else and stand in a freezing cold studio somewhere else and talk to myself somewhere else? Probably still in the middle of the night. I mean, I haven't had any offers yet. Never really had. I got offered one job once. Um, and then I just used that offer to get a pay rise. Yeah. And I was hoping that that was going to continue, that that sort of thing would... But no, it was just that one time, unfortunately. But it was good when I got that pay rise that one time. Anyway, enough about me. Uh, that was the rewrap. Uh, we'll do it again tomorrow I, I'm pretty sure I, I won't get any offers between now and then it could happen but it'll probably take more than a day to organise leaving the country and stuff so pretty sure I'll still be here tomorrow I'll see you there